Hello, welcome, and thank you for listening to the verse of the day, where we believe that the Bible is not just a book about the past, but that it is full of power and wisdom for today. I'm honored that you would take a minute out of your day to look at God's Word together. Today, we're back in Ephesians chapter 1, and I want to jump in and look at verse is 16 through 18. And the Apostle Paul says, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. And this is the prayer that he prays, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened that you may know, and then he lists three things that we should know. One of them we looked at yesterday. The first thing he lists that the Spirit has to enlighten us to know is the hope to which he has called us. What are the riches of the glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe? What I wanted to key in here today is looking at this idea that God has to grant to us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, in the knowledge of Christ. And the Apostle Paul is writing to believers. When we are saved, we do not know everything that we need to know about God, about what God's doing in the world or what God is doing in our lives through Christ. And so we have to, we have to be granted by God a spirit of wisdom and revelation. And so this is what the Apostle Paul is praying for these Ephesian believers, that they would be growing in the knowledge of what God has done for them in Christ, that they might have the eyes of their hearts open and enlightened so that they could know what God is up to and that they could know what God is doing. A lot of times uh, we think of salvation as the finish line. But really, salvation is uh, the, the starting line, not the finish line. It is the part where we start, but we are to continue to grow in our walk with the Lord for the rest of our lives. And so for me, this is why I pray every time that I read the scripture, every time in my devotions, every time uh, when I'm preparing to teach, when I open God's word, I begin with a prayer. God, help me to understand. Give me a spirit of wisdom. Give me a spirit of revelation. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, the Apostle Paul writing again, he says, the natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. So for me to understand the things of God, it's only by God giving me a revelation. I can't understand them in my own mind, my own natural mind. And so prayer is us coming to God in a spirit of humility and saying, God, I need you to open my eyes to see. 
And so when I'm having a challenging situation, I don't come to God and say, God, this is how I want you to fix the situation. I come to God in prayer and I say, God, give me your insight. Give me your wisdom. Give me the eyes to see what is happening here so that I can see things the way you see them. Because God, I want to be on your uh, uh, agenda today. God, I want to be used by you. And that can only be given to me by you. And so prayer is an incredibly humbling thing. Scripture reading is a humbling thing because my natural man, my flesh, he wants to do his own thing. Matt Bell and his flesh, he doesn't want to submit to God. He doesn't want to submit to God's ways. But when I come to God's word, I have to humble myself and say, God, I need you to give me a spirit of wisdom, insight, and revelation. Otherwise, I'm going to be walking around in the dark. And the good news is that God gives us that spirit of wisdom. He gives us that spirit of revelation. He will open the eyes of our hearts to to see and to know these things. So prayer is not how we change God. We don't come to God and say, God, this is what I want you to do for me today. Prayer is how God changes us. Prayer is how God impresses into my heart the things that he wants to do, the things that he wants me to see. And so I want to encourage you today, maybe you're a person who comes to the Lord and you have a lot of petitions. That's okay. I'm I'm not saying that we don't bring the things that we care about to the Lord, because certainly the Lord cares about the things that concern us. But even more than the Lord cares about our circumstance, our situation, God cares about our heart. And so if, if you're a person who typically comes to the Lord with a list of things that concern you, I would challenge you today. I would encourage you for a season, begin to, to pray that God would work on your heart. Begin to pray that God would, would, would work on your soul. Begin to pray that God would not work on your situation, but that he would work on you and see how when you change, when you are transformed, it changes everything. Your situation might not change, but God changes you in the midst of it. And now all of a sudden, you are his agent to bring change to a world that is hurting and that is in darkness. I hope that this has blessed you today. I pray for you that God would give you a spirit of wisdom. I pray for you today that God would give you a spirit of revelation. I pray that God would open up the eyes of your heart, that you would know the hope to which you have been called and that the power of God is at work in your life today. Thank you for listening. I love you. I'm praying for you. And I know that if you're walking with Jesus, your best days are ahead.